0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Stola Reinhardt podcast, a podcast all about health, lifestyle, and good news. Today, we have a phenomenal episode for you. Today we are talking with my friend Emily Benty about the Enneagram. It is a super fun episode. I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. Emily is a wonderful woman of the Lord. Such a joy to be around, and I really think you guys are going to have a blast learning a little more about the Enneagram and why it matters. Alright, let's get to the episode. All right,
1: I'm so excited to be here.
0: Thank you, thank you for being here today on the cast do you, yeah. Do you have to,
1: like introduce something? I feel like I, just... I'll
0: do the intro at a different okay, time. Safe. Yeah, Great. it's a good time. Ah, this is
1: so fun. <laughs> I love this.
0: I do too, Emily Benty. Welcome Hi. to the podcast.
1: Happy to be here. Cool. What a pleasure.
0: So, Emily, yeah, who are you?
1: Well, my name is Emily Joy Benty. I am currently a freshman at the moody bible institute in chicago illinois whoa i know isn't that crazy it's like i'm there with some people too that's crazy too mm-hmm. wow i wonder wow. who that would be i don't know mm. um, i am a pastoral ministry major Woo-hoo. and i am an group seven whoa. heck yeah
0: so am i <laughs> Wow, that was a good high five. That was good. I was really yeah. nervous
1: we'd mess it up and everyone would uh, know because of the audio. They'd be like, oh, yikes, that was an ugly high five.
0: Yeah, but it was good. It, it worked out well. I feel good about it. Wow, good times. Such, such a times. good
1: time. Such a good time. Wow. So,
0: Emily, you said something intriguing. What did I say? You said that you're an Enneagram 7.
1: Yeah! But,
0: Emily, that leads us to our first question. Whoa! Because this is something that... As far as I can tell, at least, you know a decent amount about.
1: Yes, I am very passionate about the Enneagram. Love what, that thing.
0: What is it? What's the Enneagram? Oh wow,
1: yes, that's a L- good question. Like, very basically. Yes. So, the Enneagram is first and foremost a tool for just, like, mental and spiritual growth. Um, it's just a source that you can use to help pull yourself Closer to the Christ and closer just to like who you really are and like have a better understanding of like okay this is who I am and this is who God has created me to be, mm-hmm. um, and it's a general source because everybody's different. That Newgrah right. is just like a basic format that we can follow along with. Um, it's not like it's not a guideline necessarily. It's not like um, go, what's the word I'm looking for. It's a uh, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. It's different for every people. Pu- Every people. Nice. Mm, Very cool. people. Different for every person. So every person fits into the Enneagram differently and fits into their type differently. Um, But yeah, it's just a tool for us to use to help understand ourselves a little bit better, understand the people around us better, and understand the Lord better.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I think one thing for me... That the Enneagram is done. Because, like, it's kind of a personality test.
1: Yeah. Kind is, of. It is categorized as one.
0: Yeah. But, like, it's different. Like, yes. So, like, um, with the Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. I'm an ENTP.
1: Yeah. I'm an ENFP.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's why we're friends. Um, but, like, one thing that did was it showed me, like, the things I do but yeah. it didn't show me why I do that. Yes. And the Enneagram yes. was like, hey, the here's like all your childhood lie. trauma. Yeah, and I'm yeah like, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. The Enneagram is the why behind what you do, what you do.
0: Yeah, it's so good. So good. So there are nine types.
1: Nine types.
0: Cool. We're not going to go through them here.
1: Okay, I was like, that's,
0: that's you. your okay, job.
1: Okay, cool. Yes.
0: Yep. Okay, so we kind of touched on this, but why is the Enneagram actually important? Like, yeah. Like, so you hear people say things like, oh, this is just another personality test. Like, I don't really need that. It's not practical or or does it really matter? So yeah. why does it matter, Emily Bente?
1: Um, I personally, I think the Enneagram matters because kind of what we just mentioned, like it's mm-hmm. the why behind you do what you do. Um, and that can be so beneficial and so important when understanding like, especially when, um, well, the Enneagram is important because it's the why behind we do what we do. And it's also like just this tool for growth mm-hmm. and it is tool to understand, okay, this is the space that I'm in and this is the space where I'd like to be and the steps and the things that you can take to grow into that space mm. and grow into that place. Yeah. Um, it's huge for like acknowledging warning signs of things of like, okay, that's a fault that I have mm. uh, and that's and, like, this is a way that I can overcome it. Um, so I think that's why the Enneagram is important is because it puts a name to some like common struggles, I think. and mm-hmm. puts a name to, um, things that we just are not the best at and right. we need to grow in. And I think that's not something that we can like always automatically just like assume. Yeah. Uh, or we might not even know and we might not notice, um... And I think the Enneagram is a really good way to dive into that and to discover that more.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. And for anybody listening, I I know I've experienced this. I'm sure you have. It has helped me so much. Like like putting a lot of names on struggles I've had and things like that.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I think I... I would consider the Enneagram... I've never been to counseling before, but I would consider, yeah. like, just discovering the Enneagram and pouring into, like, your type on the Enneagram is, like, a mini counseling session. It's
0: so helpful. It's like,
1: crazy. Like,
0: uh, Typology with yeah. Ian Morgan Cron. So
1: good. Every, so like,
0: good. lately, I've just been having this experience where, like, I listen to an episode and afterwards I'm like, I feel like I need to, like, cry or something. Yeah. Like... No. It's It just tears
1: crazy. at you. It's crazy. And I've noticed, too, as, like, when you first dive into the Enneagram, you get all the basics. Like, yeah. it's all the, like, silly little, like, oh, sevens kind of do this or eights kind of do that, yeah. whatever, whatever. <laughs> but the more that you dive into it and, like, I, the main format of, like, me discovering the Enneagram is reading. I read a lot of books about the Enneagram. And the more books and stuff I read about it, the more I'm like, wow, like, this is crazy. Crazy.
0: It's so crazy, and
1: it's like it's really powerful. One of my favorite, one of my new favorite books about the Enneagram, is it's called The Enneagram: A Christian Perspective, and I hmm. want to say it's by Richard Rohr.
0: That's yeah, because he's done a lot of stuff with it, so that sounds right. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty positive.
0: Isn't he like um, a father or doctor, or maybe both? Like not like both. a father isn't like yeah. his kids, but like father isn't like yeah. holy
1: I, boy. I, he, he big holy boy. <laughs> he big
0: holy. <laughs> that's a soundbite. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah. I believe
1: that is accurate. um But yeah, his enneagram book literally like wrecked me in some things. Mm. I was like, whoa, I or like, it's not even that like it was information, new information. It was just information explained differently in a way that I fully understood, and I was like, whoa, that hurts. Like yeah. that's uncomfortable and painful, and I don't like that about myself. But that is mm. so real.
0: Yeah. Yep, that's kind of what it does. Like, it hurts yeah. for a second, and then, like, any wound, it heals. Yeah. And it heals back yeah, stronger. It's exactly. so good. Cool. So good. All right. Um, so, how does somebody learn their type?
1: Yeah, that's a... So, there's so many different ways to go about, like, discovering your Enneagram type. Um, I think the most common way, and the way that, like, I think most people do it, is through, like, online tests. And there's, like, yeah. a variety of them that you can do. One of my favorites... Um. I can't... Uh, I think it's called Truity. I think that's the name of the website.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, right. And it takes all of the Enneagram types, and it ranks you on a percentage mm-hmm. of, like, where you are. Um, and I really like that because, one, it opens it up to other possibilities that you're not just like, oh... Because there's one... The site that I originally took the test on was, like, really bad. And it basically was like, okay, you're this type, and this is the only thing that you are. Mm. Um, mm. But this one yeah. opens op-sin- opens it up to, like... <laughs> um, like, ranking you as a percentage. So you kind okay. of have to, like, dive in and be like, okay, you have to read about several types to kind mm-hmm. of really figure it out. Yeah, And I think good, that's though. good because yeah. it doesn't just make you, like, oh, I'm a six, so I'm a six. So I only read what six is. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you be like, oh, wait, wait, maybe I'm a two, maybe I'm a nine, like, kind of
0: yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Good so. stuff. Awesome. Otherwise,
1: also, books. I think um, Road Back to You right, is probably the best, like, First book to read about the Enneagram. Um, So, would recommend Wrote Back to You, and then... By
0: Ian Morgan Cron, right? Yep.
1: And then Sacred Enneagram is also really, really good. That one is a little, like, more of a boring read, in a sense. But it's not boring as in, like, the content is boring. It's, like, boring because it's, like, it's long, and it's, like... It's not laid out like most Enneagram books are. Because most Enneagram books are laid out by, like, oh, type 1, type 2, type 2, type 2, type 2 type one type two type three like every type gets in a chapter um yeah. sacred enneagram is like laid out by topic
0: huh so okay. you weird c-
1: i know it's actually it's super nice because okay. that way you're forced to read about every single type
0: mm, that's um, good
1: and that's really helpful because then you can like understand your community better and understand the people in your life better. right because all of a sudden yeah. like
0: because uh, i remember i was listening to your podcast yeah when i like first started like, because I've only really been digging into the Enneagram for a few months now. Yeah. Um. And I remember listening to yours on, your one on the um, hard types. Yeah. And, like, I have a buddy, I have a really close friend who's a three. Yeah. And, like, just listen to him and being like, oh, my gosh, this makes so much yeah. sense now. Like, so many things that, like, he does. And I'm like, I think he's a three wing four after he yeah. the four stuff, so. Yeah, good I stuff. I think
1: it's so good. I also really love, when it comes to like podcasts on the Enneagram, I love finding podcasts um, where, I are you familiar with Annie F. Downs? Do you know who that is? Yeah. Okay, I really love, Annie F. Downs did an Enneagram series this past summer, and she had like a guy and a girl of each Enneagram type mm. come on the podcast and just talk about being their oh, type. Oh, And I love so that. That's so cool.
0: Um, one, it's that.
1: informative. It Like the seven one, Wrecked me for a hot <laughs> second. Yep. I was like, whoa. Um, but when I the, think a lot of yeah. that was because in that season of life, I did not know any sevens. I was mm. the only seven that I <laughs> knew. Um, I don't have a ton of seven friends. It wasn't until I, like, I feel like I met you and I met... I have, like, one other friend here who's a seven. Um, other than that, like, I don't have, like, really close seven friends. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm so alone. <laughs> um, but... Like listening to the podcast and being like, "Wow, that's so,"
0: which mad. being alone isn't great for sevens. Yeah, not facts, a huge fan. Facts,
1: literally. But it's alright. I surround myself with twos and nines and threes. So, oh, that's literally, the, the best. absolute best. Also, eights, sixes, fives, four, one. You guys agree too. We love you guys. Yeah. We don't discriminate any. Yeah,
0: definitely not.
1: But also, I really
0: yeah, we do have favorites. That's fair. Sorry. So, you mentioned Enneagram podcasts. Yeah. You got yourself one of those. I have
1: one of those my own.
0: What's it called?
1: It's called homing. Mm. Yes. So, homing is your inherent ability to navigate, like, towards a familiar location. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's part of the Enneagram. Um, Part of the Enneagram is navigating to a familiar location, and that is, like, your true self. Yeah. Um, So, that's kind of what it's like, inspired after is, like, one, navigating home to your true self and also navigating home to Christ and, like, understanding that, like, your identity is found in Christ. Um, so it's, like, those two things. It's, we based the name after the story of the prodigal son um, mm. and talking about how, like, it's really easy to run away from home and mm-hmm. it's really easy to run away from safety. Um, literally anything, like a distraction um a hard experience any of those things can just push us away from like home it can push us away from like our true self it can push us away from christ um but understanding that like our safety and our identity and our home is found in those places Mm -hmm. um and that's what we should be pursuing so the name is honestly just kind of a reminder of that and like a reminder to to head home yeah
0: yeah cool that's awesome really quick where yes. can people find those
1: yes so we are pretty much on like every single streaming site you can find um so uh, the easiest is if you're on Spotify just type yeah. in homing um we should pop up otherwise we have a website so we have a website it's
0: a website whoa
1: yeah we have a website. a website so i think if you just type in homing.com we'll show up um our website has, like, links to where you can find us on, like, a bunch of different sites. Because um, we're on, like, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, a, a few other ones. I don't fully know. And then on our website, we also have all the terms written out. So you can kind of, like, have, like, a visual representation oh, cool. of the terms. That's awesome. So, yeah.
0: Cool. That's where we are. Awesome. Everybody, go check out Homing. It's a fantastic podcast. Thank you. Wow. I just re listened to the head types one. Emily Benty. Yeah. It's time for the rapid Ooh, fire okay, questions.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready.
0: What's your favorite color? Yellow. What celebrity would you fight in an MMA fight?
1: Jennifer Lawrence? Mm. I just thought of the Hungry Games. That's the first thing I thought of, and I was like, oh, I could take her down. But yeah. I probably couldn't, but.
0: What celebrity would you least want to fight?
1: Ellen DeGeneres.
0: Ooh, fascinating.
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: (laughs) Are you right or left-handed?
1: I'm right-handed.
0: Okay. What's your favorite Bible verse?
1: Oh, Daniel 12.3. What's that about? Um, No
0: one reads... Daniel, especially not the second half, so...
1: Okay, honestly, you're kind of right. <laughs> so, Daniel 12, 3, it's literally, like, one of the last verses in the chapter. Um, but Daniel 12, 3 is, although... I'm going to look it up because I actually don't know it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, so Daniel twelve three 3 is, Those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky, and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like stars forever. Mm. I have, like, a whole thing mm. with stars in the Bible, like, I'm fascinated by it.
0: I love themes in the Bible. It's so Me fun. Especially too. weird stuff. Yeah. Like, like we have the obvious, but...
1: Yeah. Like, freaking living water, obviously, we know. That's yep. the Lord. But also, like, stars? What a concept. Yeah. And so I've been, like, over the course of, like, these, this past semester, really, since missions conference, been studying what stars in the Bible means and, like, what that's a reference cool.
0: to. Yeah. Very cool. Have you ever eaten a live bug or animal?
1: Um, well, I've never, e- I mean, the animal was dead when I ate it.
0: No, but a live one. Like no. a living bug or living I've animal. I've eaten
1: a living animal. I snacked on a couple of grasshoppers at one point. Uh, oh, I eat worms too. I forgot same. about that. Okay, yes. I was on a mission trip. Classic.
0: You Yo, same. No I know way. We're the same person. We've been And it's, it's my so favorite weird. thing.
1: Uh, but I w- we were on a mission trip, right? And we're doing some like gardening stuff. And my dad was on the mission trip with me. And he was the leader for like this other group. And there was a guy in his group that was like like got paid like fifteen dollars for eating like one worm. and I was like, one worm that's so weak whatever. So then my pastor paid me fifty dollars. yo eat you got like a 50 handful bucks eat a worm. I think there was eight of them total. No way. So I like just like ate them, swallowed them and I was like, Nice. That's I was really sick after those. That's so 100% I
0: mean, worth eating eight worms for. But you totally. might have, like, some weird disease now. Probably. Who knows? I did it to impress a girl when I was, like, 13.
1: Wow. Stroller wood.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Which is scarier, 100 bird-sized bears or one bear-sized bird?
1: One bear-sized bird. For sure. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Do you bite your nails?
1: No, I do not. I do, I'm very particular on my nails, though. I cannot have my nails long
0: hmm.
1: at all. I also cannot wear nail polish on my fingernails.
0: Interesting. It's
1: a whole weird I, my hands feel weighed down. It's a psychological thing. I'm just oh, yeah. like tripping myself. Because you want
0: freedom. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um happy shapes or fruit worlds.
1: Happy shapes. Come on. I will drop on a moody if they don't bring happy shapes back. That's it's a threat that I've already made.
0: Honestly, that's fair. Favorite aspect of God?
1: Um, I think it's attentiveness. Um, Mm. As of recently, just thinking about, like, how much he just is, like, just so aware and just so, like, he knows. He knows me, he sees me, and he, like, is doing something. Mm. And while I might not, like, I don't know how to phrase this, but, like, while he is working, he has no, like, right like he does not have to tell me what he's doing in my life. Mm-hmm. He like, there's he just he doesn't have to,
0: yeah.
1: um, And just being aware that like, like he is working and he is moving. I just don't need to know about it. Yep. You know. Oh. And I can just see it later. You know.
0: Good stuff. Unfold. Wow. Burgers or pizza. Burgers. Do you play any instruments?
1: I do not. I'm so not musically talented at okay, all. Okay, I feel that. I, like, literally, we literally have a joke in my friend group about me taking music lessons because I'm just so not musically talented.
0: Emily, you're from the North. Can yes. you please say the word bag? Bag. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Um, <laughs> that was funny. I like that one.
0: All right. These two are a little bit longer form questions. Okay. Yeah. What's the meaning of life?
1: <sighs> okay, so I would say, wow, I was not expecting this question. I think the meaning of life, liked, life, <laughs> okay. Um, I think the meaning of life, like, overall is to, like, okay, this is also kind of based off of, I've been reading Thessalonians. Hmm. So, in Thessalonians 4, 11, it talks about living a quiet life, and that hmm. kind of smacked me in the face, um, because quiet life is, when I first read it, I was like, bro, I don't want to live a quiet life. I'm such a loud person, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, but living a quiet life is not, like, being silent living a quiet life is being fully dependent on God hmm. Um, hmm. and I think the meaning of life is to be dependent on God and then glorify him when he like, I mean he always deserves to be glorified but to glorify him through that
0: wow. good stuff and then second question mm-hmm. what's the best advice you've ever been given
1: wow Okay, I don't know, I can't, this is the first thing that came to mind, um, and I don't know, I think it's, it's really good advice, but I can't say it's like, wow, this is the best advice I've ever been given, um, because I, like, would really need to, like, think about it and that kind of stuff, but my pastor told me, like, in high school, um, I, like, I never dated throughout high school and stuff like that, but he told me, he was like, Emily, you should strive to be the person that you're looking for is looking for.
0: Oh, yeah. And,
1: like, that has always kind of stuck with me, not just within dating relationships, but, like, friendships. Mm. Like, like, I desire, or, like, I'm striving to be the person that, like, or be the friend that a friend is looking for. Mm. Um, wow, that's good. And just be the person that a person is looking for kind of thing.
0: Good. So, yeah. Good questions. Okay. Yeah. If you could give one recommendation to how many listeners I have, like twelve people, including my mom.
1: Yes. Hey, Martha.
0: <laughs> What's the one recommendation? It could be a book. It could be oh, a podcast. I like uh, Sorry, I just cracked my a, neck. You're good. Wow. A piece of art. A car model. Anything.
1: Oh my goodness! One recommendation. Oh, I got it. I so I love doing this. This is one of my favorite things ever. Write people letters. Mm. I highly recommend writing letters to people. It is so fun and so sweet. And like I'm I'm a giver of words of affirmation. Yep. Um I don't necessarily like need words of affirmation. I enjoy them. Really do. Um, but I give words of affirmation. Like encouragement is like one of my number one spiritual gifts.
0: Yep. Same.
1: And let me freaking tell you, like, I love writing letters mm-hmm. to people. Um I like just sent my parents a letter. Um for Valentine's Day I like kinda sent like a bunch of girls on my floor and like a bunch of girls that like mean a lot to me letters. yeah, um, yeah like I just love sending oh, letters to people. That's so good. I send Joshua a weekly SIPO letter. Aww. And I just love it so much. Wow.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so Aww, good. It's yeah. So fun. Yeah, before I left home to come to Moody, I wrote letters to several of my closest friends. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was it's so nice. so fun. Like, it was so funny fun. to see the responses I got. Yeah. Like, one of my bros was like, thanks, man. meant a lot. And, like, another one of my friends was like, I just cried the whole time. It was just it's funny so to sweet. see the responses.
1: And, like, I think it's, like, it is kind of like a lost art. Like, it's something that we it totally really do not do anymore. But it is so fun and just, like, such, like, a gift and a privilege and honor to do. You know?
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Emily Bente, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, of
1: course. Thank you for having me on the show. Huh? It was a pleasure and an honor. I had so much fun. This was a good time. This was good. This
0: was good, so I just realized I don't know how Friends, that was the episode. That was Emily Joy Bente. That was the Enneagram. This was a good time. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so glad you were able to pop into the podcast today. If you want to talk to me further? Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Instagram at Stoller Reinhard. Make sure you follow the podcast and make sure that you go check out the Homing Podcast. Link to that and to a free Enneagram test in the description of this episode. Have a great day. Jesus loves you.